So he was getting close to winning the biggest race of his life, which would be the first race of his life, which is the biggest race of pretty much most people's life. Anaheim won. He pulled a whole shot. He's leading the race. He's dictating. And he dictated his ass right off the track when he crashed. But still, he was back doing what he does. New Year's guys we back you know what time it is we just had a one yesterday so you know where we at we at the rewind show baby happy New Year's 2023 Anaheim one I'm so excited so you know what we're gonna do here we're gonna watch it and break it down like we always do so let's get into it Cole Whoa, we back baby so Anaheim one dirt works as they always do they do a great job it was raining there in Southern California and you know how you've been like retired is that you didn't even know anything about like the rain. Like I was talking to Cooper before the weekend. He's like, yeah, it's, it's raining. And Rock said, yeah, it's raining out here. I'm like, it ain't here. It's sunny. But of course the track was covered. So no one got to ride on press day. They pull off the tarps and it's like you, this was almost like one of those tracks that was in between like where you had when Anaheim gets wet but not muddy, it gets gnarly. And it kind of reminded me a lot of an East Coast track like Indianapolis where it's hard, it's hard, but it's super soft and you get these gnarly ruts. So what you saw this weekend was a track where the transitions, they had like a comb effect all the way through. When you look at the front of the jumps, it was like a comb, but the ruts was hard. And that makes it hard to, first off, it's the first race of the year. Everyone's tight, brand new gear, brand new bikes. So everything's super stiff. Um, but when you have a track that's difficult, like it should be like mid-season kind of difficult, it makes everything really tough. So what you saw was guys kind of jumping all across the track. And that was because the track was wet to where it was it was soft enough they got the ruts, but it still was hard enough to where those ruts got hard. And um, me, as personally, I hated those type of tracks because it, it was really no forgiveness as far as if you got cross-rutted. So um, where you really saw this weekend was guys who can ride lower in the corner, a.k.a. Cooper Webbs, guys that had the double D effect, a.k.a. number one, the champ, where bikes look really well. Those guys are performing really good, uh, where others, if the bike was a little off or whatnot, it's like Jason looked a little off, uh, made a few mistakes. I thought the KTMs looked really good this weekend. AP looked great. Cooper looked good. Musquin looked good. Um you know, so you can tell off season, everybody was excited to get to the first race. The track was super difficult, but man, man, and we'll get into it. But one thing remains the same. Actually, it's not even the same because toe smack smacked. I mean, it's, it's the first round of the year and I'm already dude smacked you. He looked better than he did last year, people. And that's scary. Damn, this is some Fifty is, is done. We, we ain't worried about Ricky. He ain't worried about Ricky. 48. He going past me too. Dude looked good. And everybody else, he served notice that he is the champ. Champ's back. Little Johnny, he bought the diaper factory. Now he's talking about buying the, the, the people who build the factories over in China, wherever the hell they at. That's what he's going. Dude was flawless. Dude even fell down and came back. But Star Racing Yamaha, you know, you might not be dominating 250 class. And that class was so damn boring. We're not even going to talk about that. Jet Lawrence, congratulations. RJ, you wrote good. Smack a dude. You didn't smack it. You got on the podium. But, hell, we ain't even talking about that. But, dude, star racing, 450. Chant looked good. Ferrandis looked good. 
hell, I mean, shit, I even look good. And I even raced on the Yamaha back in the year. I feel like I need to go back. But seriously, all all uh, props due to that whole team. And it showed on there. So good job of those boys. And um, yeah, if I'm the rest of the field, damn, I'm worried about this cat because dude ain't ready to retire yet. He look good. So Bam Bam pulls a whole shot and he's like, he falls back. Some people, when you just show up, I said this about Roxon. Some places when you go to Thunder Valley, you just feel good. You just wake up, preference is good, whatever it is, you feel good. So when Justin comes here to A1, he pulls a whole shot. I didn't even know he was out there racing. His Bam Bam, his his TV guy was up there arguing, getting the credentials. So he knew he had to show up. He got all access down there. He knew he had to show up. So Bam Bam TV was out there doing whatever the hell they was doing on there. So Justin decides to pull a whole shot. And he's... <laughs> He was like, I don't belong, but I belong. And that's what he looked like. He was up there like hole shotting, think he's doing damage, kind of holding the feel up. But to his, to Novell, he pulled a hole shot. He's leading the race. He's dictating. And he dictated his ass right off the track when he crashed. Then where the f*** are you going? Wow! But still, he was back doing what he does. Justin was riding like Justin does. You just never really know what you're going to get. You just know you're going to get everything he's got. And that's what he has. So props to him. But the the real... The real battle is about to begin. And I think this, to me, when I watched A1, I saw the track do more of the dictating on how guys were able to, to battle each other. They were starting to race the track more than they was able to race each other. And so I think that's why you saw a lot of time gaps where guys that can make up a lot of time, depending on how like they got through the whole racetrack. Like Cooper at one point, he was almost 10 seconds down to chase with like three minutes left on there and ran him down with a lap left. Eli made up a lot of time. Even when Malcolm was out front, Malcolm was, you know, just doing his thing, just kind of, you could tell he hasn't been there. He was leading A1, which is the biggest race of the year. All the spotlights sold out crowd, first race of the year. And uh, the nerves got to him, which it got to everyone except for Eli Tomac. Chase, when he got up in that position, he changed. When Barsha got up in that position, he changed. He decided to jump off the racetrack. So it was a lot of stuff going on. You throw the track being super difficult in all that pressure, you get guys making a lot of mistakes. So as I was saying, what you saw was a guy that had like a three-second lead to like nothing in a half a lap. And that was really dictated on if they could make a mistake, how cleanly they got the um, the, the rhythm sections. And so I, I feel like just with everything that was going on, like it was just a difficult tra- uh, track to ride. It was a difficult track to race. And it was um, it was able I was allowing guys that had the momentum make up a lot of times, a.k.a. Cooper making the time, Eli um, up on those guys. So overall, everybody got out pretty healthy except for uh, Austin Forkner, which is a bummer. Um, but I, I still think as I'm watching the race, whether Eli's going to go on a tear or whether Eli's going to win the championship, time will be, you know, we'll figure that out soon. But I think the fact is he looked better than he did at any point last year at the first race. His bite looked better than it did at any point last year, which is at the first race of this season, that he's going to be hell and high water to beat. That's all I'm going to say. He will get beat this year. Chase will win. Malcolm will win. Anderson will win. But just damn, that do look good. And I think that's a testament of when you show up at A1 and you feel as good as you did in the off season, your bike looks as good as, and then we can tell here from the studio that damn, he improved and he has the red background, number one plate, and the way he ran through those guys. Uh, yeah, somebody going to get a neck burn this year, but not yet.
Not yet. Eli's out front, and all you hear is the crowd goes wild. And, of course, like, he doesn't really fall on there. And so when you expect the way he was looking out front, you wouldn't expect him to fall. I think where he fell at, it was just a, it was a, a just a, a weird, a, not I wouldn't even say a weird crash. I mean, I, I was, I was, um, let's just say this: when Eli went down, I was surprised to be not surprised that he crashed. I mean, meaning that I was surprised that Eli crashed, but I wasn't surprised that somebody crashed where he crashed at, because that was a tough little section. Like if you go inside. It's a really steep face, and as the track kept wearing out, you got potholes going up the face. You're leaned up on that thing, and the one thing you got to remember, like that that jump's only going to get so deep because it is going up wood or whatever you want to call it. It's going to go down, and it's going to hit something hard. So they probably was trying to pack that face in super, super hard so it wouldn't get down to that wood. Well, the way the track was kind of rough, and maybe the double Ds they weren't working as good on the side lean, the lean angle as it was, and he just popped up. And, and went down over the jump. Nonetheless, he's lucky that he didn't get his head taken off by Malcolm. That was one. You could tell as soon as he got it, he was like, no, daddy, no. He was over there looking. So he was trying to scrub his thing. He was trying to pull a Corolla going from, you know, first to fifth. That's what he did. He almost Corollied his ass. But um, he got up, brushed that number one, played off clean, and said, I'm going to just come back past you guys. But I will say this. I think when Eli went down, the difference between the the past Eli and and what, how he was even last year, the difference that changed was just his attitude. Like, I mean, you saw him. I think it was a couple of years ago. He was out front, went down, and he ended up getting. I think he DNF. And that whole mindset of he's never won in on one. By the way, um, when things go wrong, they just don't go wrong for him. Like he's got a self calmness about him. And confidence that he's just like, all right, well, I'll get up and keep going. But I, I think even with him, like the fact that how easily he was able to catch those guys again shocked him. Like Ricky called in the race. He was like, dude, Eli, was, he's about to go beast mode. I don't even think he went beast mode. I think he just kept riding and he went right past those guys and they knew it. Like Chase knew it. I mean, he went double two and a half one and a half, whatever he did down that straightaway because he knew number one was coming. And when you get guys like that starting to race behind you, um, it's, it's, it's challenging. Now, all that being said, it is the first race of the year. Now, I, again, as I said earlier, I don't think Eli's going to go 17 to no on this at all. I, I don't. I think he will get beat. I think the but the fact is he showed up at Anaheim one on midseason form and every little clip that I've seen him from practice and uh, during the off season, he looked just like he did in practice at Anaheim one. That's what I'm talking about. And it is hard for any champion to come out and, and replicate what they just did last year, a dominating performance and be, and, and to get better. That's what I'm more talking about. And I think with everybody else, like they, they have to elevate their game to catch where he is right now. And as the season goes on, he can continue just getting more comfortable and comfortable. Um, and they're going to have to catch him. And that goes from the way his shoes is, the way whatever car, rental car he had driving up to the thing. Like everything's going to be better in his camp, and he's just going to believe it. And so Honda, Suzuki, uh, KTM, all of them, um, even though they have elevated Star Racing Yamaha is elevated too, and that dude just believes in his motorcycle, and he looked by far the most comfortable out of everybody. So 
more props to him. So I think that's where, where I'm harping more on is just how good he looked and how calm he looked doing it. But it was good to see 94 on the Suzuki. I picture him, every time I see him on that Suzuki, I just think of him coming up short in Oakland. First big mistake of the season. I don't know why I, I go back to that. When you remember when he came up short on that triple that he had no business jumping, Mr. German Chocolate. But it was happy to see him back. He looked comfortable on there. I knew he was going to be good. I talked to Ken a few times. He was excited. And he's got to be because every decision that he's made has been his decision. Like, he picked that motorcycle. He picked that team. He's there. So, you knew he was going to be excited um, to get out there. And, you know, he looked good. I mean, he looked like Ken Roxton did on the last, you know, few years. It was cool. Coming into the, this year, we felt like it was going to be Eli, Chase, and Malcolm, Jason. Hopefully, Cooper was back. You know, Ken, new team, knew all this. Other guys coming out. So at one point you had, you know, Chase, Malcolm and Eli and out a lot of people, you would say those are maybe top three for some people, um, definitely top five in pretty much everybody's category of guys that was going to finish. So they're out front and you could tell the experience between those three guys. You know, you had Eli, two time champion, number one play, feeling comfortable. You know, he was in third after he just fell. Look at him, the way he was riding. Then you had Chase. He was I think a lot of things were kind of going maybe not to his plan, being like smooth. The track was super difficult. He couldn't catch Malcolm. Uh, he could catch Malcolm, then he would make a mistake and Malcolm pull away. And then you have my brother and you could tell. So out of one, two and three, the third guy looked the most comfortable. And obviously he ends up coming and passing all of them. But Malcolm got up front and it was like the way he was riding and being beginning part of the race. Real smooth, calculated, but he had some speed to him. And then when he got out front, track broke down. So, you know, things got a little tight. Bridges got a little tight. And that just comes from experience on trying to, like, being able to finish this off. So when he was out front, the whole mood swing changed. And those, those, that clock was ticking down single digits. So he was getting close to winning the biggest race of his life, which would be the first race of his life, which is the biggest race of pretty much most people's life, Anaheim won. He was close to being doing that. Bridges got a little tight. And um, you could tell that he, he kind of changed his, his riding up a little bit and he was starting to make some mistakes and stuff. And although, you know, when you're in that position, you, you're like, calm the heart, like calm the heart, <laughs> calm down. And you're just like literally just trying to double and triple the, the rhythm sections. And so what what was happening with Malcolm is a tough position to be in because, you know, you're not riding up to your potential. You know, things are getting close. But then you would all of a sudden look back and you got three seconds on chase. And then and so you're like, dude, I'm riding super tight. I'm trying to just keep this thing going, but I'm pulling away. And then what you don't realize, Chase is making a mistake. And when Chase doesn't make that mistake, it goes from three to less than a second in a half a lap. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, my gosh, he's like here. So what you saw with Malcolm, he had like a three second lead. They cut somewhere else and he comes back. And next thing he's getting booted off the racetrack. And when he gets booted off the racetrack, I don't think Chase went in there with any intentional, ill-advised, like trying to kill anybody. But when AMA says the definition of when you go off the racetrack, you slow down to rolling speed and coming in, they're going to have a picture of number 22nd, 27, Mookie Fever. Because, boy, Mal, you still on the side of the track. God damn it. I was like, damn. Like, I mean, is there like a, a speeding sign? Is it is the school zone flashing or something? Whoa, slow down. He has to maintain a slow, safe speed. Because school's out, yellow light flashing. I was like, damn, he's still on the side of the track, people. 
nonetheless, he didn't want to get penalized. And he's been penalized before. So he was like, all right, yeah, no worries. No worries. I'm cruising down there and pull the tear off. Let me look back over there. I'm still coming down there. Damn. Oh, yeah. But hey, AMA, the rule got through to Malcolm. Rule got through. So if anybody starts clicking up gears, you better be downshifting going all that. But yeah, I think everything, it came to a head. There was no like, you remember when he got knocked down last year by Anderson? He got up. That anger. There was none of that. Yes, he does. And both go down. Damn. There was none of that. He was in the school zone, people. Lights were flashing. It was between 2.30 and 3.30. Like, hey, you get a double speeding fines coming on this line. So, um, but yeah, I think all of this stuff was coming on with him and uh, props to him because it was long off season and the way he finished that outdoor season and the way he was looking throughout the um, off season, trying to just like, look, I'm ready to go racing. Um, he's going to, he's going to win one this year. And I was pumped to see him out there doing his thing. And I think for him, that next step is, is going to have, it's going to happen this year. Um, I think what he needs to feel good about is the, the, the way he was able to be out front the way he was able to stay close to Eli in the beginning part of the race, he didn't look like he was overriding at all. It actually looked like it was easy. So the next step that he's going to take is going to be him, and only him can do that, is upstairs uh, because he's got every tool and, and toolbox to be able to do it to win. And, um, you know, but then all that went done when he hit that neutral off the jump, and that was it. That was it. I don't even know, like, he got up, and, you know, like sometimes you get up, you're like, oh, damn. Damn, I'm gonna hurt on there. And then the AMA guy, he's pushing him down. It's like, get off me! Just did with that right there. And it's a tough position because, one, those guys are doing their job. You know, they wanna protect you from yourself, especially with everything else that's going on in the world. You wanna protect these people from yourself. But at the same time, like when you get your bearings and you're you're stumbling like I was in Daytona and over there, and you're like, look, look, I'm fine, I'm fine. It's like the drunk driver trying to drive, you're trying to pull the keys away from them. On there, and then you get knocked out from getting the keys. You know, they're trying to do their job, and you're trying to do your job. And then, you know, at some point, when two people are trying to do their jobs and they're the opposite, somebody gonna get knocked down. And, um, you know, but to Malcolm, glad he's all right. He was up front until he wasn't up front. He was still, and he's still going down the side of the track, people. But I'm glad he's all right. He'll be back next week. But at the end of the day, you know what the time is. You know what time it is, people. Because I know what time it is. The champ. Now, that dude done won everything possible. Like, he literally won everything. He won the outdoor title. He won the Supercross title. He won, I don't even know if he won the King of Bursi or Queen of Bursi, whatever. He won that too. He won everything. But you know what he's never won? Was something he just did on there. And that's Anaheim won. And when I mention, not the way he... Not because he won, because he won 45 of these things or whatever. He won a lot of them. It was the way he won. Little Johnny saw the way he won, and he didn't even know he would have won. And he came off that track like, ding, 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 ding. It, it's getting awkward that it's not so awkward. But Eli Tomac, you came in, number one play. Everybody thought you were retiring. Hell, you were like, I'm signing a one-year deal. I'm going to ride the bike. I'm signing. I'll sign another year deal. He's like foot out the door. Nah, his foot's up there. <gasps> behind because that's what he did this weekend and he even fell over and came back eli tomac you get the first one of the year of 2023 hit him with it fire call suntan next on fire neck burn eli tomac 
2023 neck burn and it looked good. He already black people like he just he just I third, sixth, eighth, eighth degrees, number one black is E.T. extraterrestrial. Eli Tomac, congratulations for doing the first time or the first thing you ever done was Anaheim one. And damn, you look good doing it. And whoo, good job. Good job, everybody. Cooper Webb, I told you. I told you. Had a little conversation. Went out to the Baker's factory the week before. Saw Cooper out there. Cooper's back to being Cooper. He was pissed off. He was pissed off, people. I knew he was going to be good. So, Cooper, it's always good with the web factory back. Don't jump on the web wagon. Don't jump on the web wagon. I've been on the web wagon. Don't they kick him off, Cooper. Kick him off. Beat him so bad. They each, I don't got room for it. But it was good to see you back. Chase, you did what you did on there. Jason, hell of a night for riding this. That French connection, both French guys look pretty good. AP, AP was up there. Don't sleep on AP. Look good. Whole KTM team, all y'all was good. But it was Anaheim 1. It was so exciting. It's going to rain. It does rain in California, and it's going to rain all weekend. So I look for maybe APs to sleep up. But nonetheless, it was good. But all that being said, mm-mm-mm. y'all got toast smacked. You just got toast smacked. And that's what it was. All right, people, you know what time it is. Stews and stews. I don't even know if Cole was ready for it. I don't even have it yet, but we're going to get it. 2023, the first year, Stews and Stews. We'll be right back. What's up, guys? It's your boy, James Stewart. You see this shirt I got on? Now, I know we all have family. We all be coming out here. Everybody wants to be a part of Bubba's world. I want to be a part of it. But if you want to, make sure you click on this link because you can get this shirt. At least you can get this far. We got a bunch of things coming in the future, some exciting things. And I know you send in your videos. Maybe you can end up on the show that way. But if not, always make sure you get this pretty shirt, black and white, and some more coming soon. Click this link right here. Go get yours. people we back you know what time it is my favorite time your favorite time hell of all of us favorite time stews and stews now we're gonna get into it like we always do it's the new year so we're gonna slowly intervene as a positive message and the positive message means we're gonna go with a stew meaning the guy was just better than everybody else the guy the girl the good looking dude the unlook good looking dude the good looking girl the lights on whatever you want to call it it's a stew Beautiful, beautiful. And no one looks more beautiful than Eli Tomac. You a stew. Now, that's easy, said and done. Like, that's just easy. Oh, yeah, of course he's a stew. Sometimes I give like a super stew. You're going to get a stupendous stew of the first year because why? He looks so stupendous good out front. 
They carry that red plate out there. They carry everybody else. I mean, he was scrubbing on the ground. He was corolling it, whatever you want to call it. He gave these guys a buffer and still came back. Bruce Buffer, MMA, back from the boxing days. Are you ready to rumble? They wasn't. He was, but they wasn't. So Eli Tomac, you were stupendous, Stu, and you get the first one of the year. Dirt works. I'm going to give you guys a stew because, hell, it was raining in Southern California. Then it wasn't raining in Southern California. You covered the track. It's almost like I expect that. So you're on that list of like, hey, it's going to be a hard year because you guys are so good. And I just expect excellent. Like when I turn on TV, you better not give me a messed up track. I would be pissed off. I would be pissed off. But you guys are stupid because I know how hard it is because I tried doing it myself and I can't do it at all. So you're stupid for keeping that track and giving us a great A1 and giving those boys a hard time. Most of them. So Dirtworks, keeping that track. In the sport, in general, Stu, you guys are all back. The fans sold out stadium, Supercross, Super Motocross, whatever you want to call it. We back, baby. We back. And I know y'all going to be upset at me the way I said that. But hell, we all in this together. We in the family. I could call it whatever we want to call it. But we back. And it was good to see all the fans there, all the hype around A1. And damn, I'm so pumped to be back calling this. So all of us, the fans, TV, here at Bubba's World, we stews. Why? Because we back, baby. We back giving you the rewind show, baby. And watching these boys do with the best. So we all stew. So Eli Tomac, Dirtworks, and all of us, Happy New Year, Stu. Now, Stu, pissed off. Pissed off because you had the lead. Pissed off because you didn't have the lead. Pissed off because you still going 25 miles an hour in the 35 miles an hour in the school zone, AMA. You know what I mean. You know what I mean, people. Stu. First off, Stu, is Mr. Stu himself, Malcolm. Now, you can't be mad at him because... Dude was up front. Dude was fast. Dude was up there like leading the race. He, at one point, he was better than everybody else because they had to chase him down. And ironically, Chase had to chase him down and Chase chased him down and like blast him off the track into that school zone. But you stood because, yeah, hell, you, you, you're in that damn slow zone on there clicking down gears. I don't think AMA really meant to go that slow down the side of the track. So I'm giving you that because, hell, yeah, I'm your brother. I'm your big brother, so I can make fun of you. But, bro, you did good. But you're stupid because you're going to watch this and be stewed off. That's it. That's it. But you're stupid because you actually know you can win, and you will win, and you were close to doing it, and then, you know, you got caught in that school zone. It happens to all of us. So you're stew, even though you are a real stew. Chase Sexton, you stew. You got podium. I get it. I get it. You blasted another stew off the track. I get it. I get it. But you stew because I know you wanted to win. I know you wanted to win. And even though you didn't win, it's who won that makes you stew. You stew because, damn, Eli, damn, he, he looks good on there. And you stew because, you like, that, damn it, I even changed my hair color. I'm not even the blondie blonde anymore. I'm a dark, I'm mean, I'm mean. And the A1 victory is mine. And then Eli, he fell over. And the A1 victory is mine. I'm about to show him. And then it wasn't yours because Eli. So you stew because, you know, you're just a winner. And you just don't like losing. So I know you stew. Now, there's a couple other people I, I want to throw in there. They stew. Jason Anderson, when you went down for like the fifth time that day, I, I heard. And you were shooting everybody back there. I mean, you, you were stewed on there. You had a rough night. But I think you ended up like six, seven to whatever. Yeah, all right. 
you know, Cooper Webb, you stupid because you just mad. You look mad that you had a stupendous performance on there and you might have done it better than everybody else besides Eli because Eli won and you got second, but you should be happy. So you're stupid, but you're just mad. And it's a good that you stewed because it's Cooper Webb. And when Cooper Webb stewed, that means Cooper Webb's going to be a stew. He will be. And then everyone else, the track was tough. You pissed off at Dirtworks because, damn, that track was rough. It was tough. But at the end of the day, everybody got out of it. Most of y'all got out of the safe. So you just stood because, damn, Eli won and he made it look easy. And the track was tough. But at the end of the day, you're just happy to get out of there. And you stood because it's supposed to rain this weekend. Most of y'all, not Parsha or, you know, number seven AP. But all y'all. So got Jason Anderson, Chase Sexton, the rest of y'all, and Mookie Fever, Stu, because he's still in the slow zone, people. But it's all right. And that was it from the Stu's and Stu of the year. I know it's the first of the year. We're a bit off. But we've been off for a long time. But we back on now. And again, it was good to see these boys back out there and doing action. And it was good to see the champ do what he does. The two-time champion, Cooper Webb, he's back. Chase Sexton, he's back. He, Malcolm, he's black. He's back, too. And it was good to see him healthy and the rest of these dudes going up there. And we're going up north into Oakland, California, where they say it don't rain. But it's raining all week up there. Round two, Supercross Series, Super Motocross Series, where we're going to get it down in Oaktown, California. Is that where like Tupac is from? Yeah, maybe not. We're going up into the Bay. So until then, I'll see y'all next week here back on The Recap. Three Wine Studio. Happy New Year's, everybody. And it's glad to be back. Cole, hit him for something. Just hit him with something. That wasn't for me. That was for all y'all riders and all the fans for showing up at A1. We'll see you guys next week. And that's it. I'm out. (laughs) 